0: Celtics were without Kristaps Porzingis, no Al Horford, no Luke Cornett. All they did was just blow the doors off the Orlando Magic in their most impressive win of the season. I'm talking about it here at the TD Garden right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city champ, Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number eighteen, Tatum and Brown, J team step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the B. O'B. above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, Heat John on replay. Prime time, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Brandy J's how we started, raising banners how we finished, Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I got you every day with a free, fresh podcast that's dropped directly to your device, especially on these extra game days, these Friday night game days where it's a bonus podcast. It's the sixth podcast of the week. That's okay, I'll go seven days a week if I need to. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts to make sure this podcast shows up as soon as I publish. You can watch the show on YouTube. I'm John Corrales, I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm here, here at the TD Garden in one of the back rooms, uh, talking about the Boston Celtics' big win over the Orlando Magic. And this was, I'm calling it, the most impressive win of this season 128 111. The Celtics had no. Porzingis, no Al Horford, no Luke Cornett, three centers out for this game, and yet they found a way. I asked Joe Missoula, "What do you do in a situation like this where you're down so many key guys? Well, how do you how do you go up against a big team? Orlando's a big team, big strong team. Let me tell you something. I walked by Palo Bancaro, so I'm walking down the sideline of the court before the game." to get to the back to, to, for Joe Mazzulla's pregame, uh, media availability. Palo Bancaro is standing there on the sideline, on the baseline, right where the sideline meets in the corner where, where by the end of the Orlando bench, I walk past him and oh my God, like I've, I know that he's huge, but it's the first time I've ever like walked by him that closely. That dude is a beast. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine having to play against a guy like that on a back to back third game in four nights. And for the Celtics to, to, to just now, you got to go, you got to play against him again on Sunday. Then two days later, you got to play against another big behemoth. Like if you see how big these guys are, you would never question how guys are tired on back to backs. And the Celtics came in here and against a guy that size and a bunch of guys that size. What did they do? They adapted. They used their speed. They threw a bunch of lineups out there. They used Lamar Stevens as their center. Here's a guy who just goes from not playing to, oh, we're going to use you off the bench to, hey, guess what? You're starting for us. Just whatever it is, these guys are, are stepping up and stepping into these, these roles that you know Lamar Stevens is out of nowhere oh here you're You're a starter now uh and the Celtics really needed everybody to step up but they used their speed they pushed the ball two of my favorite plays speed were kick-aheads one from Jalen Brown one from Jason Tatum the one from Jalen Brown ended up becoming Jalen Brown's best dunk of the night maybe his best dunk of the year where he gets the ball off of Bancaro miss free throw. And as he rebounds the ball, it's Jalen, it's five Orlando Magic somewhere between him and the basket. And the typical thing that happens there is, you know, you start dribbling the ball up. Jalen would normally start dribbling this ball up. I'm Jalen Brown. I'm just going to do this. What does he do? No, he kicks it ahead up to half court, where. Drew Holiday is kind of streaking down the sideline. Now, all of a sudden, it's one-on-one. And the rest of the Magic, like, oh, crap, we got to run back. So, Holiday drives right, kicks it over to the left. Derek White is there. Derek attacks. In all of the madness, Orlando does the one thing you can't do in that situation. They completely lost Jalen Brown. Jalen gets the pass. Boom. Poster dunk. Amazing. Amazing. Later, Jason Tatum, after a made basket, surveys the floor. After the make, the ball goes through. He looks up, and you can see him kind of reaching back. It's like, hey, Pritchard's in down. He was like, hey, come on. Gets the ball. Boom. Kick ahead. Out to Derek White, I believe. He drives. Kick. Swing on over. There's Peyton Pritchard. Spotting up, gets the ball, gets a layup. Once again, the Orlando Magic retreating. Get y- You get lost. Cole Anthony. It's like, oh crap, I'm going to run back. There's the ball. I'm watching the ball. Gets over here. Now I got to go over here. Oh wait, no, my guy's over here. Now I got to run out to him. Overreact. It's like react, overreact, strong overreact. And then Pritchard gets by, layup. Playing fast. This is like Tommy Heinsohn was somewhere at a bar in heaven, cracking Miller lights going. That's how you run off makes. He kept telling the Celtics to run, 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 run. And there they were. This was the stuff. Tommy was here calling this game. This would have been the absolute. He would have loved, loved, loved calling this game. Cause it's exactly the style he wants. Run off makes. Run at at any chance you get. Celtics played fast. They got 31 assists out of this. Let me tell you something. What makes this super impressive is they didn't just come out and beat the Orlando Magic. I didn't think they were going to do it. I thought this was going to be their first home loss of the season. Because they were without three centers. And I thought, ooh, this is going to be tough. They didn't just win. Because, hey the Celtics are still really good and Orlando has Boston's number in a sense or had it, but I mean, they're, it, the Celtics are still better overall. And so I didn't think it was out of the question that the Celtics are going to win, but what made this super impressive is they adapted. They got contributions from everybody except for Svi Mikhailuk. Sorry, Svi. They started off super cold from three. I think it was 0 for their first eight. The ball movement was there, and early in the first quarter, I was thinking, wow, the Celtics are working really, really hard and getting misses. Orlando not working quite as hard, and they were getting easy buckets. And I said, man, this is a recipe for disaster. Kind of seen this movie before where the Celtics come out with good intentions and the shots aren't falling. And so what happens? That's when they tend to go off on their own. Jalen tries to take over. Jason tries to take over. Guys try to do a lot themselves. But they never did that in this game, they never fell into the old habits. Third game in four nights, a back-to-back against a tough Cavs team, right? They they went out there, and it was tough. They were missing key guys, and they came out strong. They played with good energy from the beginning, and when the shots weren't falling, they didn't abandon anything. They just kept going. And then Peyton Pritchard comes in off the bench. Peyton hits a couple of three-pointers, and by, by hitting those three-pointers, I think that just gave the Celtics a little bit of juice. And once those three-pointers fell, then it started to get a little contagious. Then other shots started to fall. Hauser started to hit. But Peyton was hitting all the catch-and-shoot threes. And the ball just kept on moving. I was incredibly impressed. I came out of this game thinking, best passing game of the season and most impressive win of the season because of the, the focus the to come out the way they did the ball movement that never, ever stopped. They had 31 assists, but I'm telling you the potential assists were probably in the forties. I wouldn't be surprised if the potential assists were up near 50 because there were that many misses early on. And there were misses sprinkled throughout the game. They could have had I I'm willing to bet at least in the mid-40s, possibly 50 potential assists. This was that good of a passing game, and that's how cold they were early on. Again, 0 for their first eight from three. I believe most of those were catch-and-shoot opportunities. So just in the first quarter, they probably had 30. You know, you could probably add to that the total of 36, 37 potential assists. So, And that's what the Celtics track. The Celtics don't necessarily track the assists. They track the potential assists because you need to make the bucket to get the assist. And the Celtics are basically like, hey, as long as you get in position to make these shots, some nights they're not going to fall. It happens. So anyway, I, I just felt like they're using their speed just got Orlando in a place where they, they just could never recover. I compared it to a lion tracking down a gazelle and latching onto that gazelle and just never letting go and slowly wearing it down. They just kept on going, and they didn't they didn't let Orlando kind of hang around. They were down early. Then they turned around and put up a 30-point first quarter. Then in the second quarter, they started to build a lead. In the third quarter, they got that lead up to 20, 325 they just kept on going and you got garbage time out of this game that was really that's a really impressive win uh i think once again jalen brown jalen said this is this is how i want to play all the time jalen 8 of 15 he was 0 of 5 from 3 i didn't even notice i i swear i saw that stat when i was doing my post game stuff on boston sports journal and I was like, really? Over he didn't hit a single one? I could have sworn he hit one. That's how good he was. How often is Jalen Brown a team high plus 20 without hitting a single three-pointer? He was eight of ten from two. And the Celtics were almost perfect inside their restricted area. I think, I think they only missed like maybe one or two, if that. So Jalen. 18 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. Tatum, 30 points. Now, he had a 30-point night. I kind of didn't notice that he was scoring as much because the passing was so good. I don't look at this as Jason Tatum leads the Celtics to a win. That's not how I look at this game at all. Although, 30.6 rebounds, 4 assists, that kick ahead is my favorite Jason Tatum play of the night. Derek White. How much more can you say about Derek White? Some of the passes that he made were incredible. Two amazing ones that I can think of off the top of my head. In the first first quarter, where the ball goes up to Jalen Brown, he's bringing it up the right side, Tatum's kind of running down the middle, he kind of passes, like if you drew a line between him, between Jalen and Derek White, Tatum kind of crosses that line. The ball comes over to Derek, and Derek, in one motion, catches it over his head and whips the pass past the defender. I think it was past Bancaro, and to Tatum underneath for the layup. That was amazing. And then later on in the third quarter, where Lamar, no, O'Shea Brissett was bringing it up on the left side. He gets it over to Derek White and cuts, give and go, and Derek just catches it and just rifles a little, a little pass, a one-handed with a little bit of English on it for a layup. And I just at that, and at that point, Derek's doing a little skip. He's doing his little hop. You know, it's very, uh, very uh, uh, Happy Gilmore style. He's just hopping up and down. And Jason Tatum is doing the you know, raise the roof on the right above the break three point line. Celtics were feeling it at that point. Derek White. I mean, he's he's not going to be an all-star and it's gonna, it's gonna be because there are too many, there's too many good players on the Celtics. And there's just somebody else is going to have to get, but tell me a player that's been better than Derek White right now. He's out of his mind. 19 points, eight assists, four Steals for Derek White, four rebounds, one block, one turnover. Derek White doesn't have the counting numbers, but let me tell you something. If this was a different team, if one of the Jays wasn't here and Derek White was asked to score a lot more, he'd be average. He could average 25. No doubt in my mind. Derek White is so damn good. Drew Holiday. The the counting stats, yeah, six points, four assists, two steals, a block, plus twelve. But he was huge. Let me tell you. You want to know who the real star of this of this game was? It was post game. The real star of this game was Hendricks Holiday. Drew's son was in the locker room. Little three year old Hendricks Holiday was just the star of the post game. Sam Hauser was doing his post game. press conference i don't know if i haven't seen the video i was there but i haven't seen the video you might hear hendrix in the background just talking about i'm three years old daddy look at me daddy i made this shot daddy watched me dribble behind my back it was the most adorable thing i've ever seen he owned that locker room um the the children of the celtics are going to be like Celtics someday And it's just going to be like three kids named Hendrix and Deuce Tatum and you know winning the, the 20 what would that be 2040 uh, NBA champ uh, yeah 2040 NBA championship why not uh, I don't know if any video or anything like that exists but let me tell you something absolutely Hendrix Hendricks holiday was the star of that game uh, shout out to Sam Hauser! What a complete game Sam Hauser played. 11 points, three of six from three. Beautiful. Seven rebounds, two of them offensive. Four assists, all of them to Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> all of them to Peyton Pritchard. Four steals. Now, some of those steals, he was just, he said after the game, right place, right time. Orlando had, they had fallen apart. They completely lost their composure in this game. The Celtics forced 21 turnovers in this game 21 the Celtics not known for forcing turnovers so far this season and now they're starting to do that as well four steals for Hauser Pritchard comes in I think Pritchard was the turning point of this game just in the first quarter because when the Celtics were down and struggling and it felt like ugh. I'm afraid that these guys are going to start breaking from the plan. Pritchard came in and it was a 21 to 9 run to close the first quarter. Where Boston was down I think 7 in the first quarter and then they turned around and went into the the second quarter with a lead. They put up a 30 point first quarter and like it was all because Payne Pritchard started hitting those threes. And Sam Hauser was feeding him. Shout-out to Namae Shkeda. Shout-out to O'Shea Brissett. Lamar Stevens. All of them stepping up, doing something. Celtics went 10 deep in this, and they got something from everybody. The only guy who really didn't do anything was Shvi Mikhail. He played five and a half minutes early, and he just never went back in. So, just overall, uh, a, a great, just a great performance. A great performance from the Celtics. Um, adapting to situation. Once again, just showing that they don't have to play a certain style. I talked about Missoula ball before Missoula ball is whatever's necessary. Missoula ball is making the right play. One of the things he loves to say, and I'm going to end it on this. One of the things he loves to say is success looks different every night. And in this game, it's, this couldn't be a better example. Success looked different for the Celtics in this game. It looked like speed, passing, ball movement, touch passes, multiple passes, hockey assists. I can't wait to see the secondary assist numbers in this. And the Celtics stay perfect at home, 13-0. Sunday, they play the Magic again, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. How's that going to go? I don't know. Will they have Porzingis? I don't know. They'll have Al Horford because he was out for rest. Uh, so that's going to be a, a different dynamic, just alone. Having Horford instead of Lamar Stevens just changes the dynamic. What's it going to mean? I don't know, but I will be here. I'll be doing a post-game podcast. And then the Celtics head out west. We're almost at Christmas. I hope you did all your shopping. Yeah, I am just. I realize I'm like 10 days from Christmas. like, wait, what? We're, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, um, I, have, I hope that shipping is, uh, is, is still in the window, uh, but you don't have to pay for any shipping for me. Cause I'm here giving you podcasts on the daily and whenever they play, I'll be here Sunday after the game. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this bonus Celtics podcast. All you everydayers now tell your friends that they should also be listening to and watching The Lockdown Celtics podcast. It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.